Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Okay, we began to look into something very exciting on Wednesday. And if you take it for granted, your life will be a cycle of steps forward and steps backward. You know, how many of you know people, I mean, maybe all of us, we... We pray sometimes against the devil and we pray against the devil and we pray devil. You know, 31st night, the devil is in trouble. But you see, as we pray against the devil, then we willingly open the door for him to come back without our knowledge. You know, Remember all, all the, the ways we get the devil, the inroads that he used to come back. It's not something that he wants to do. It is what we decide to give him. The Bible says we give him the acronym FOR. F-O-R, remember? <laughs> what is the F? We give him what? A foothold. O is what? The opportunity. And the R is what? A room. So he said, get out in the name of Jesus. Get out. He said, come in. I was thinking about it and the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, do you know I even listen to advice? He said to me, one of the ways Satan can get to you is when you, you are doing something wrong and especially your emotions and you receive advice. Listen, the Holy Spirit said to me that when your emotions, you are angry, you are emotional, this, and then he causes people to advise you. It is a way that he is talking to you. Because he said to me that, he asked me, Daniel, do you know I listen to, he said, do you know I listen to Moses? God listened to advice because God's emotions were kindled. When I, he said, go and check. I went to check the scriptures. I found it. And I said, wow. Then I understood why God is always showing, showing love because he does not want in any way to open a door for the enemy. You want me to show you the scripture? You know something when you are very emotional, you are angry. No, what anybody says, it doesn't really matter. You know, you are the boss of your boss. <laughs> But all those things are deceptions and they are the inroads, the, the ways the devil used to get in. 
without our knowledge. Now, before you go, I told you, I put a message on the page. This is my heartfelt message for you. And I'm going to take my time to get into it. Don't live a life like this. Because it's possible. Don't cast the devil out. Don't pray the devil. And you open the door for him to come in. He will kill you early before your time. Now, whether you like it or not, the devil is up. He's looking for somebody to kill. Please, know this and have it at the back of your mind. When he gets you, he will kill you. A lot of us don't think, you know, this is what the devil is up to. And there are a lot of scriptures that tells us this. He wants to kill you just to get to God. He cannot get at God because of who God is, but he can deal with the, anything that is of God to get to God. When you die prematurely, when you die at the wrong time, God is not happy about it because you have not fulfilled his purpose. Which means God must get somebody else to fulfill that purpose. And for Satan, he doesn't care. All he knows is that he's taking one of them out. And so what he's doing, in as much as God wants to reveal his, his power, his peace, his love through you, the devil also wants to reveal his death through you. Okay, show me Exodus chapter 32 from verse 9. God says, he said, do you know I, I listen to advice? Then the scripture became, became so clear to me. He said, who has known the mind of Christ that he may instruct him? The word is that he may reason with him. And he said, we have the mind. We can reason with God. Reason why we can ask God, no, don't God, don't destroy this. God, stop this. God, you know, even God listened to Abraham when he wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah out of his anger. God listened to advice. The Bible says, and the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen these people and behold, let's do NLT so we can get it. It's unfortunate a lot of people are not here as we are saying this. May you not have high hopes of an exciting 2023. Because that same devil you don't know how to keep behind the door will be that same devil that is going to come in and destroy. Will become that little fox. Then the Lord said, I have... I have seen how stubborn and rebellious these people are. Stubborn and rebellious. And he said, now leave me alone. So my fierce anger. Now when you see anger, remember that it's coming from the soul. Remember God has a soul. He said, my fierce anger and can blaze against them. And I will destroy them. Then I will make you, Moses, into a great nation. I can see God angry and wanting somebody on his side. You know, that's normally how we are. When you are, I'm angry at mommy, I'm looking for somebody who can side with me so I can say, you know, you know what I mean, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's what God is saying. He said, then I will make you, Moses, into a great nation. <laughs> but Moses tried to pacify the Lord, his God. Oh, Lord, he said, why are you so angry with your own people whom you brought from the land of Egypt? With such great power and such strong hand. Go on. Why let the Egyptians say their God rescued them with the evil intention of slaughtering them 
into in the, in the mountain and wiping them from the face of the earth. Turn away from your fierce anger. Change your mind about the terrible disaster you have threatened against your people. Moses. Okay. God go angry at Moses. Eh? Look at it. Verse 14. Now he said, remember your servant Abraham and Isaac. Moses is cooling God. Remember your servant Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. You bound yourself with an oath to them, saying, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars of heaven. And I will give them all this land that I, will, that I have promised to your descendants and they will possess it forever. Go on. So the Lord changed his mind about the terrible disaster he had threatened to bring upon his people. God changed his mind. A man advised a God. And God listened. Who are you not to listen to advice? You know, God didn't think twice. Look at the King James. He said, and God repented. Look at it. Read it, everybody, one go. When you think evil or bad things about people by your emotions and you are advised, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> there is a reason God stopped. Now, who is Moses to stop God? Because God cannot be associated with evil. But in Moses' statement, he said, you want to bring evil to the people. Now, God is putting himself in a point where he, he will be associated with evil. And the whole of Egypt, the Egyptians will say, God is an evil God who wanted to kill his people, but he didn't want to do it in the land of Egypt. So let me bring them out so I scatter them. God would have received another name. And so, Moses spoke to him, schooled God, reasoned with God. Now the Bible says that who has known the mind of Christ, that he may reason with him. He may instruct him. The word is reason with him. And he said, we have. That is why God can decide that, okay, tonight I want to destroy this part of town. And then you can say, oh Lord God, no. Please don't do it. There are people that will be saved there. Lord, please don't do it. Lord, please, you know. And the Lord will say, okay, my son is reasoning with me. I will not take on that activity. So my question is that, how come God Almighty can listen to the advice of a mortal man, but two mortal men will not listen to each other? What it means is that that emotion has made you more than God. You can't listen to anyone. Remember what we learned on Wednesday? The Bible says that what? Don't give the devil what? A foothold. Don't give him room. Because remember, he is always looking for a room. He is always looking for an opportunity. And he's always looking for a foothold. So the Bible says, don't give him. So I told you, don't even discuss anybody. Don't talk behind anybody. Don't join cliques and talk about somebody. Whether it is Correct or not, don't do it. Unless your intention is to call the person lately to advise the person on that which you are discussing. Then it is beneficial. Why am I saying this? Because 
the devil is looking for a room. He is looking for an opportunity. Look at it. He said, leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Then he said, give no opportunity to him. So there are a lot of us, we have issues with our finances, with our relationships, with our health, with every, you know, every unnecessary downturn in our lives of the devil. It's not the devil's own will that he came. He was embarking on one agenda. I'm looking for whom I may devour. Now, God, Jesus said, I am come. Do you remember John chapter 10 verse 10? Go there before you come here. Let's, let's analyze that statement clearly. Now look at it. He said, the thief comes only in order to steal, to kill, and to destroy. This is his purpose. You give him a foothold, he will do this. There is killing associated. I will show you where sin is, is, is brewed. So I will show you where sin is incubated in you. And I will show you, the, the Bible said it, I will show you the part of you where sin is incubated. You'll be amazed. Sin is not on the outside. It is, it is incubated and giving birth in you. In me. So when sin is, is produced, then Satan comes. Remember, he cometh not. But we steal. And the steal is associated with what? Sin. Hmm. So Jesus said, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it more abundant. Abundance. More, have it in abundance, sorry, to the full till it overflows. So there are two things that are happening here. God wants us to have so much life until life overflows us. And the devil has one, one chance or one intention is to steal that life. Kill and destroy. So one wants you to have more. One wants to take away. The question is, there should be a middle person there. Who gives the room? Who gives the opportunity? Now, when God gives you a promise, it, the responsibility lies on you to make the promise come to pass. The fact that he said he had promised me didn't mean that I need to go around fooling. I had to stick and stay with his word to enforce the protection because I've seen it in the vision. God has shown it to a lot of people. But this time around, see, you can never be wiser than the word of God. This is God. This is his world. He knows what is right. He knows what is. He wants you to. The reason why he gave you righteousness is so that you will walk in right, right things, in the right path. You veer off, you can be struck. He said, Touch not an unclean thing that I may receive you. And one of them I told you, Stop talking about people. Stop gossiping about people. Stop gathering and stop. You, are, you see, it's nice when you are doing those things. Amazingly, it is. Being angry at people is nice when you think you have a point. But the point is that you have just opened a door. And especially when you are angry and the devil will coerce you to take it on to another day. Do you remember what the Amplifier said? 
in, in verse 26, he said, don't take it to bed. Do you remember? He said, when angry, do not sin. But that one is very difficult. Because it's your emotions that is now raining. It has nothing of the spirit. So now what you have to do to start to sin is, is you. Not the Holy Spirit helping you. It's you. <laughs> so he said, do not sin. So I told you, a lot of people will drink alcohol, will smoke, would go and fornicate and do a lot of things just because anger or something has been triggered in them. So he said, when these things happen, he said, do not sin. And they said, do not even let your wrath. No, I said, um, message. He said, go ahead and be angry. He said, you do well to be angry. But don't use your anger as a fuel for revenge. And don't stay angry. Don't go, bed, go, don't go to bed angry. He said, don't stay angry and don't go to bed angry. Don't stay angry. Some of these things are deceptions of Satan. Me, I can tell you, I can't force you. Then the, in the next verse, it says what? Don't give the devil that kind of a foothold. Where? Where? Okay. So don't give that kind of foothold in your life. I love the King James. It was straight to the point. 27 King James. Neither give place to the devil. You give him place, he will reveal three things. He will steal, he will kill, he will destroy. So don't keep him behind the door. Say in the name of Jesus. I keep the enemy behind the door. No matter what. When somebody will talk to some, with you about somebody, smile. Just smile and leave. It's not because you, you don't have ears. Because you know what can happen to you. This is not fear of the devil. Can we agree on that? It doesn't mean you are afraid of the enemy. What it means is that I don't want to give him room. Look at First, first Peter 5. Do you know that scripture already? When it says your accuser, the devil... He said, be sober and what? Vigilant. Be sober and vigilant. Be sober and vigilant. For what purpose? Because something is happening. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So whether you like it or not, the devil is seeking something. Now listen. Remember, we mentioned that your adversary means Antidicus. He is against your righteousness, right? Now, when you get angry, when you allow your emotions to rule, you are depriving your righteousness from living out. You will not live right. Righteousness is of your spirit. Peace, love, joy, long-suffering. 
These are the right character that God wants to see. When you begin to live out of your soul, out of your emotions, you are depriving righteousness from unleashing itself. Do you know who wins at the end of the day? Satan. So he says, because your adversary, the devil, the one that is against your righteousness, because God wants you to walk, he wants you to do right things, say the right words, behave in the right way. He wants you to do them. But there is another who is against your righteousness. So he is against you speaking the right words. He is against you doing the right things. And he's against you behaving right. Why is he doing that? Because he wants to devour you. How would he devour you? When he does this, he will just open the door. So the Bible says, be sober. And what? When the Lord was showing me this, he, the, he used vigilance as, you know, um, um, CCTV camera. If it is fixed this way, anybody that wants to cross it will be very careful. Or whoever is watching the camera, if the person takes his eyes off a little bit, the enemy can come in without him knowing that somebody has come in. So I'm telling you that sometimes we allow the devil to get in silently without your knowledge. So there are a lot of us, Satan has entered silently without our knowledge. Can we look at Amplified um, Message or any other translation? Keep a cool head. <laughs> Stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce. He's poised to do what? And will like nothing better than to catch you on our When you are napping. Yeah. Do you know when you nap? When you switch from responding to the spirit to the soul, you are napping. It means you are in the flesh. He will pounce. He will pounce. TPT. Be well balanced and always, always alert. Because your enemy, the devil, look up, this is Peter talking. He didn't say our enemy. Now, for him to say this means that he was, he knew about the devil. Was it not the same Peter he used that Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan? You think he didn't learn a lesson? He did. Now, when you are struck once and you don't learn from it, the second one might not be an advice. If you have knocked down somebody with a car before, you are always careful when you are driving again. That's what I want to say. If the devil has struck you once, you will understand you will never give him a foothold the second time. Now, I am looking for every opportunity to cast him out more than never before. And I know he's also looking for an opportunity to, to sway me so he could get me again. Remember, he's a spirit. He's not a man. He doesn't get tired. The Bible, Bible calls him 
the old wise serpent, which means he has tricks under his sleeves. He came this time, you were able to do this. The next time, maybe the, the first time, you had the opportunity to say Jesus. The second time, he will strike you before you even think of saying Jesus. You think we are dealing with a puppet? No. We are dealing with a spirit that was able to deceive one third of all the angels in heaven and brought them to the earth. We are dealing with a spirit that was able to deceive the God of the, of the earth, Adam and Eve. That's who we are talking about. The Bible says, be well balanced. Today you are gossiping small. Tomorrow you are doing this. You know I'm not talking about fornication and any other thing. Because those ones are extreme. The little ones that you think they don't happen. Tomorrow you are causing confusion. Tomorrow you know strife. Tomorrow division. Tomorrow hey this. Tomorrow. You might not respect authority. And when I say this, I'm not talking about the leadership. Even the, I, You don't respect government, presidency, you know, leaders. You, even in your own choir, you don't respect your president. In your own ushers, you don't respect your president. You, you, know, you know, that's how Satan is. He's somebody who doesn't respect authority. But I told you, God respects authority. Otherwise, God would have asked Pharaoh, Pharaoh, you die today. Do you remember there was a king that woke up one day and said that, hey, I am too powerful. I'm going to have a party today and blah, blah, tomorrow. You remember? And the Bible says an angel of the Lord struck him. Why not Pharaoh? God could have easily done it with Pharaoh. But no. God had to ask permission. And Pharaoh had to agree. I'm just telling you one of the weaknesses, one of the areas Satan can get you. When you defy authority. It could be your parents. Anybody that is authority. People that are older than you. <laughs> you know, some, like in this our age now, the younger generation don't respect the older ones. And they have become the, the order of the day. It's not lifestyle. Though. Somebody is knocking really hard. And the door will be opened. He said, always be alert. Always be alert. Always. When something is happening, when we close church, or we go for a function, or there is something, and you hear that people are talking about another person, leave. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, sir. Leave. Maybe the devil didn't come for the two of them. He came for you. He was just waiting for you to get involved. That's all. Didn't you hear? He's looking for whom? Whom? Not everybody. Whom? He may devour. Leave. Listen. Sometimes you can hear them say bad things about people. Don't support it. If you don't have, even when you have um, reasons to believe, my advice to you, don't say a word. Smile and leave. When I told you about Pastor Chris, when they came to tell him about Ubet Angel, and he said, if what you are saying about him is not in the word of God, I will not listen. I'm sure 
he's saying it may be out of experience. Because if you're a man of God, people tell you stuff about people. Today somebody says this person. Tomorrow this person says that person. And then you don't know even what to do. I remember one of Pastor Chris's messages. He said, he said that two of his leaders were, were misbehaving. He was so, Pastor Chris is very strict. Eh? Then he said he called two of his people. And then he was so angry. He was so angry at them. He said, you are in, the, in his office. Then he said, as he was saying, he said the Holy Spirit just whispered to him silently and said, <laughs> is, that, is that the way of life you want? Then he said immediately he laughed. Ah, ah. He said, come on, get out of here. Go, go. Then the other pastors are like, ah. Then he said in his head, you, you don't know. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. May the devil not use you. You know what I'm talking to you about? I'm talking to you about spiritual dynamics. These are dynamics. You know, spiritual dynamics. And we looked at James chapter 3 verse 16. Do you remember? He says, wherever there is strife and wherever there is anger, the Bible says that all kinds of evil is there. Look at um, King James. For where envy and strife is, you know strife, right? Anger or, you know, where you have strong argument over unnecessary things. Strong argument over unnecessary things. I put a chair. You didn't put a chair. Turn into something. Hey. Strife. The Bible says, where you find them, there is confusion. Now, I'm going to show you another scripture to show you that where there is confusion, God is not there. If God is not there, there is one person there. The devil. The adversary. So, he says, there is confusion. And what? Every evil work. I read a story this afternoon of a young, a young, a young uh, church. And they had heard the message that God can heal everybody. You know, God's power is available to heal everybody and to stop the devil's work and so on and so forth. Then a little boy, a young boy died in the church. Then their faith started dying. Why? It looked like whatever message they had on faith was not working because they had faith for the boy, but the boy died. So the man of God didn't listen to what they were saying. He used three days to find out exactly from the parents what actually happened to the boy. Don't just conclude on matters without finding out exactly what it is. So you know what happened? Apparently, one morning, the mother of the boy told the boy that, I hate you. Something happened. Strife. I hate you, and I don't want to ever see you again. You get out of here. So the boy, out of anger and pain as well, left. So he didn't want to come back home. So he decided to sleep in his friend's house. You know, when you are very emotional, angry, etc., anything is possible. You don't think properly. 
That is why he said, have a cool head. So when he went into his friend's house, he saw that they were playing and there was a gun. So as he took the gun, remember the Bible says, where there is envy and strife, every evil work is there. So he picked the gun and then the thought of what the mother said came to him. So if my mother hates me and my mother doesn't want to see me again, I don't deserve to live. So he shot himself in the head. And apparently he didn't die instantly. He was rushed to the hospital. So he was in coma for a long time. So it was during the coma, yet the mother did not forgive him. The mother's anger was still enraged because the boy did this foolish act. Not knowing that it was her behavior that caused the boy. Now, anyhow you look at it, they were both manipulated by the devil. So, you don't have any chance to say, any right to say it was the mother that started. If the boy was taught the word of God to keep the devil out of the way, he would not have proceeded to pick a gun to continue. And there are some of us here, maybe when something happens to you, you want to take your life. You know, the devil begins to take you. Why don't you take your life and you are out of this world? Go hang yourself. Go kill yourself. Go do this to yourself. Go. It's not you. You are not fed up with life. Oh. Your adversary is seeking to devour. So now the church began to pray. Now that he's in the hospital, they didn't understand the story. So all they were doing was praying. Now if you don't understand the prayer and you don't even understand how to pray, to supplicate, your, your prayer of understanding, because the only thing that will be on their mind is that he's in coma. Lord, bring him back. Lord, bring him back. But you see, your emotions releases evil forces. Remember, evil forces, their dynamics. So there's one praying that things are working. Meanwhile, there is an automatic and rightful entry of demons or devils into the matter. Now, the only one that has the right to let them live is you. So the young boy on the sick bed, he was in coma. There's nothing he could do. I don't even know where he would be. But if the mother had forgiven the boy, so the boy died. Now the church were like, oh, they said, you said when you pray, you know, and so on and so forth. Charlie? I told you about a story of Kenneth Hagen. When one of his students, Bible school student, died, and they came to pray, immediately he knelt down. Jesus came and said, when you pray for this guy, I can't do anything about it. He said, why? He said, he's always been declaring death, death. And I will die. And me, I'm tired. I will die. And if I die, and if I die, and if I die. He has said it so much. Jesus said, I can't do anything about it. Because that is not why he came. When I was preparing the message, the Lord said, I should tell you. Don't give the devil a voice. Don't give him a voice. He's always looking to stirring you up to giving him a voice. He will ride on the voice you have given him to enter. You keep saying, oh, I'm a dead person. Oh, and dead. And, you know, you are, you are opening up. 
So the Bible says that for where envy, envy and strife is, there is what? Confusion. Now, I'm sure the Holy Spirit put the confusion there to let you know that God is not there. Look at 1 Corinthians 14.33. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please read, everybody. One go. But of what? Confusion is not associated with God. It is only peace. So wherever you find confusion, God is not there. He is not there. He is not the author of confusion. You know, it's from the word authority. You have the word author. He said he's, he's the author of peace. And you know what he did for you? When he gave birth to us, he put into our spirit his Irene, his peace. The fruit of the spirit is called peace. It's in your spirit. Confusion, strife and anger is not from God. It's from the devil. It's from the devil. So you must, you must endeavor to always walk in peace because the God that created you is the God of peace. And he created us in his image. He gave birth to us as his, himself. The Bible says that for, he said, you know, put on what? The new man. Created after what? After God. So we are created after God. Who is God? The God of peace. The God of love. The God of righteousness. Whoever God is, that is how we have been created. He is not the God of anger. He is not the God of confusion. He is not the God of strife. He is not the God of division. He is not the God of evil. He is the God of peace. He is the God of peace. So where that, what the Bible says that, is it an... Is it Matthew 5 where it talks about you call it the Beatitudes or whatever? He said, Blessed what? Blessed are the peacemakers. The peacemakers. What shall they do? Huh? They shall seek in their God. Get so They shall see God. Who are those who inherit the earth? The meek. The meek will inherit the earth. And the peacemakers will do what? They shall see God. Do you want to see God? Go to bed with peace in your heart. Go to bed. When you remember, oh, I have an issue with this person, text the person and say, oh, are you okay? Look at it. He said, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called. So where there's strife, where there is, you know, misunderstanding, you bring peace. Everybody will see you and know that "Mm, you are a child of God. So you are different. You always bring peace. I pray in the name of Jesus that we shall reflect Jesus. We shall reflect God, the Irene, the peace of God in our homes, in our businesses, in our church. Wherever we find ourselves, the peace of God shall reign. The Bible says that they that look up unto God you know what the Bible says they shall do? They shall do what? Hmm? Oh, said they shall shalom, shalom. You remember? 
they that what? The Bible says, whose mind is stayed on the Lord. Shall what? He shall keep him in perfect peace. Hey, if you want to exhibit peace, don't ever take your face. Give it to me. Give it to me. Don't ever take your face away from this. This is your source of peace. Not WhatsApp, not Facebook, not TikTok. Said, whose mind is stayed on the Lord? Said, he shall keep him in what? In shalom, shalom. The word perfect is shalom. And the word peace is shalom. You are not studying the word. You are not listening to the word. You are not fixing your mind on the word. How is he going to keep you in perfect peace? How is he? Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind? Whose what? Whose mind is stayed on thee? Because what? He trusted him. How can you go to bed without studying the word? How can you go to bed without reading the word? How can you go to, how can you wake up without the word? The question is, where is your mind? You just wake up and you remember that thing that he said. If you get into the word, I'm telling you, may God cause us to walk in peace. Do you have the peace? Yes. How do you have it? In your spirit, the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. And I understand how some men of God just die easily like that. This could be one of them. Can I advise you? Let's look at two attributes of God as peace. Romans 15.33 and then Romans 16.20. Romans 15.33. Now look at it. He says, now the God of peace be with you all. What is God associated with? Peace. He's called the God of peace, not the God of confusion. The God of peace. And you are created after the God of peace. So God expects you to walk in peace. When somebody comes to tell you about another person, text you about another person, and you know this thing will lead into confusion, just note that the devil is there. God is not in this matter. Are you with me? All right, 1620. Look at here again. Read everybody one go. This one tells you a lot of things that peace can do. When the, when the spirit of confusion shows up, you can use peace to crush him. You didn't hear that. Did you hear that? Yes, when there is confusion, release peace. Release peace. Because God is just showing you what peace always does to the devil. It will always bruise the devil under its feet. So there is confusion here. You come, hey, let's stop it. Let's stop it. 
Stop it. Okay, okay. He says, he took my money. He said, how much? 50 cities. Okay, you take the 50 cities. Find ways and means to bring peace. You know what you are doing to the devil? Crushing the devil. Then you what? You shut all the doors. You know, there are some of you, you have what we call the, the conference room with the devil. Yes. So, you, you can be there. You think, you think you, you reason a lot. No, no, no. You think you're a deep thinker. You are not a deep thinker. You are having conversations with the devil. Conference. Conferences with the devil. <laughs> and when you think a lot like that, he gets involved. And then he begins to give you wild ideas. Do you think people that take knife and stab you, do you think they just decide? No, there's a lot of thoughts. Because there are conference doors open. Shut every conference door. How do you shut it? With the word. Stick to the word. And shut every conference door. Look, I showed you in Philippians 4 verse 8. The, how God wants you to think. He said things that are of good report. Things that are what? Pure. Things that are true. Things that are honest. Things that are lovely. Things that are of, you know, good report. And then he said, if there is any virtue, if there be any praise, think. This is how the believer ought to think. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are what? True. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. This is how you're supposed to think. Now, how can you walk in these things? If you are not, if you don't know the word of God, you cannot know things that are true. You can never know things that are just. <laughs> the unbeliever can never know things that are just. Because they are not justified. When you are made righteous, you are justified. You are called a just. You know things that are just. Didn't you hear what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse chapter 2 verse 14, 15? He said you, you will judge things but you will never be judged. When you go home, to have time and write these things down and ask yourself, this thing that I'm thinking about, is it true? Is it lovely? Is it of good report? Is it just? Is it this? If it is not, he said, maybe his head is big. Her head is big. Is it lovely? Is it just? <laughs> if her head is big, that's not qualify. I don't need to think about it. Remember, this thing that you are thinking about, it will make your mind stay on him. And when your mind is stayed on him, what happens to you? He gives you, he keeps you what? In perfect peace. Oh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Look at it. He that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Another version, TPT. Those who live in the spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things. 
And they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. Keep yourself in the place of the spirit. Nobody, would, nobody can judge you. Because everything you say is by the spirit. Every step you take is by the spirit. What, what, what else can they have to talk about? Unless the unjust decide to judge the just. That is a different matter. Okay, look at Galatians 5 verse 22. When he began to name the fruit of the spirit, he said, against such there is no law. Do you remember? He said, against such. He said, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. The word is faithfulness. Meekness, temperance, he said, against such there is no law. And I explained to you that the reason why the, the Holy Spirit said, against such there is no law, is because once upon a time, there was a law that was telling people to show love. You know, to, to be kind. To, there was a law that was telling you to do. To do. But now the Holy Spirit has come to put all these things inside of you. And he expects this fruit or the kernels to actually come out of you. So you, you automatically live it. So as you are automatically living, who will come and tell you that you should do it? Nobody would. There's no Lord that will come and tell you to do it because you are already doing it. But once upon a time, it was not in you. You had to now strive to do it. But now it is in you. So you easily live it. So it says against such, there is no law. You don't want anybody to talk about the way you speak. Learn to speak by the Spirit. People don't have, you don't have anybody have issue with the way you behave. Let the spirit lead you in the way you behave. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond Knight at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Vanessa's service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny L Jedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-27510080. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you are made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed Name.